okay, this is actually not so bad. Alrighty, yo, righty. Alright, what's going on, y'all? Uh, it's good to be back again another week uh, with the great effing Spiritual Awakening podcast. Uh, I am so grateful right now to be doing this podcast, to just have touched a few people you know get some messages and calls like that means so much and all i want to do is basically describe and discuss my spiritual experience from my perspective and hopes that it helps someone else so i'm truly truly grateful for anyone that's found something from this podcast but now that that's out of the way i really want to get into male spirituality um growing up uh from just my perspective not only in my family but every family that I knew pretty much that went to any sort of church or was in a religion, it always seemed like the woman was more involved in what was happening at the church or, you know, the Bible study or just pretty much religiously and spiritually. It always felt like I got more of that energy from uh, the female perspective. And I never understood why, you know, I just was taught, you know, that the man was the head of the house and ran everything and that the woman should be submissive. You know, that's what most religions teach you. Um, but from my general perspective, I feel like men aren't as open to diving deep inside and searching for spiritual purpose and meaning. And when I say the word spiritual, spirituality for me is prioritizing the concern of the quality of your soul or your life force. You know, who you are and what you represent, as opposed to just like, you know, let me get some wheels on my big truck physical things that we shouldn't be concerned about so i want to talk about why men don't acknowledge their spirituality how it varies from women uh and why it might vary um and for this special occasion i have a very special member of my tribe uh this person has always been like a beacon of light uh in my experience on earth and has helped me broaden my horizons and view things from a more empathetic viewpoint uh and spiritual perspective and especially as a man this person and I have shared many triumphs and failures together and without judgment. And that's the most important thing. And for me, it's extremely important to have and normalize men sharing our faults and our fears. So without further ado, I want to introduce Andrew DeSlover. Andrew, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well, Brandon. Thanks for having me here. Um, I appreciate sitting with you in conversation as you know, I'll message you right back I know. when I see that message. <laughs> I'm like, Brandon's hitting me up. It's about to be a good time. So I, I just want to say something real quick. Like, I, everybody listening, I love this dude. Our energy, anytime we're together, is high. It's amplified. So if, if you know Andrew or you, you spent time with him, like, you know what I'm talking about. A lot of people don't know, but I guide manatee tours. And Andrew actually took me out on my first tour to train me. So from that moment, we were always, you know, cool with each other and we vibed. Um, I remember one morning when I had a major anxiety attack and you mm -hmm. grabbed me and we did some grounding work yeah. and some breath work. And I'm so grateful for that shit because yeah. I was like, I was having a tough day, yeah, you know, I could see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we feed off of each other. So but I'd say in the past six months, we've you know, our spiritual journeys have kind of aligned and you know, we've been, been able to help and encourage each other. So mm -hmm. I, I thank you for that. And I thank you for everything you've, you've uh, done and, and brought to my life. Yeah, so, Brandon. Yeah, I appreciate man, it. Man, you're most welcome. <laughs> um, I'm honored to be in your presence. You as a man in, in my life uh, have been a great example, thank a father, you. 
and a husband, a friend, um, you know, like just really good, good example of, of what it's like to be a man. And what I love about you, Brandon, is you are not afraid to admit, at least to me, yeah. when you fail. That's true. And when something's going wrong or, or, or something's going, you know, like wavy and yeah. you need you need some clarity. I really appreciate that you share that honestly. Thank you. And I, I feel like we need more of that. Like I mentioned earlier, like mm-hmm. there's not I don't feel like there's a lot of men where you can share your your faults and your fears and be completely vulnerable with. And, you know, when I find that in my tribe like you and Jake and, you know, that's another one of my friends uh but you know you guys are really important to me because i feel like that's needed to kind of kind of understand and stabilize you know yourself when you're going through life how do you feel how do you feel about the male uh spiritual experience you know like do you feel that men are a little less open to welcoming spirituality and having that experience yes let's say like growing up i like what you're saying about the the female being more into the church i can think of uh, my grandma who was uh, very spiritual she grew up catholic so she was always doing rosaries you know the hail mary um, always being being present at church being present after church Um, and i don't necessarily remember my grandfather uh, being so involved right Um, he was he he definitely was he was a poet and so he was he was spiritual so you know he had that sense inside but males i feel like it, it takes a level of vulnerability to be open with that spirituality. So true. And in the society that we grew up in, men put the hard hat on, go to work, uh, hide the, the emotions. Yep. Um, not all men. For sure, I've known some very emotional men, open and expressive men. Um, however, the, the norm in my life growing up wasn't. Right. Let's hear your spirituality. Like, Tell me about your experience with God. That's funny when you said vulnerable. You know, I feel like like spirituality is is completely about being vulnerable and surrendering. And I don't think that there are many men who are comfortable with that. Like you said, letting go of your ego. And like, you know, when I talk about the ego, the, it's pretty much the, the thing that keeps us wanting to be comfortable and wanting to be safe all the time. You know, that that human ego. And I feel like when most men think of safe, they think about, you know, having a gun and dogs and and a camera system in their house but that same ego can keep a man from going to the doctor when he's not feeling well Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so it's like a catch-22 so relinquishing your attachments and fears and like belief patterns that are associated with this world it's like it's a tough thing for a lot of men to do especially when you brought up with that macho attitude like I got to get out here. I got to hustle. I got to make it, you know. Well, I feel like uh, that that macho-ness and, and, you know, you got to make it, got to make things happen. That's that's from a, a really a 3D perspective of the five senses. When when it's like, I got I to gotta go get the wheels for the truck, you know, or I got to make sure that everything is handled around the house. Definitely uh, work for those things. Um, but true. we don't have to work hard for these things so true. Um, and the ego will block us and I, I've, I've experienced this you know I, I don't speak as if like I'm above anything or true. anybody oh no um, you're far from that yeah I mean I'm the work is never done Mm-mm. yeah we, the ego can block us and and it can try to protect us but we may never go outside 
and smell the flowers and look around because what if somebody is watching me smell these flowers what will they think about me smelling the flowers i don't care because yeah. uh, i want the flowers I like know. i want to smell the flowers i want to bring everybody over to smell the flowers exactly yeah and, and that that apprehension you know of, of looking different or feeling different it can kind of be a little intimidating i want to piggyback off of that because there is an article i read uh, a few weeks ago and there's a gentleman named felipe Oliveira. And he's a men's counselor in uh, Brisbane, Australia. But he wrote an article uh, that talked about the journey of a man's life in three stages. The first stage is achieving success. Okay. And then the second is a crisis or a midlife crisis Mm -hmm. with deeper questioning. And then the third is initiation into the true self. So basically, like achieving success is like when you're younger, you know, Mm -hmm. when you go away to prove yourself and that's all your life is about. It's like like fixing achieving proving yourself Mm -hmm. and he basically said that sadly most men never leave this stage like you know how many people are on the deathbed sometimes and then they own up to everything they did at the very last minute i was at a cross you know you know about my my history and working in the motocross industry and i was at Mm -hmm. a crossroads and i made the decision to like let that go release that attachment and slow down and just try to figure myself out a little more big move yeah yeah it it was the best decision one of the best decisions besides marrying my wife but, mm-hmm. but i knew the, that was coming. one of the best decisions <laughs> well i love you baby shout out cassie uh, yeah <laughs> i you know i went through a lot of pain uh during that period and that's when i around when i met you you know and i had acknowledged a lot of things that i didn't want to face there and there's that vulnerability again yeah. You know, it's like a scary and ugly realization when you get to that point in your life. It's like, you mean I did all this hustling and and went to college and I worked 80 hours a week, you know, and advancing my career and getting a big house. And like, it doesn't matter after we die. You know, it doesn't put me any higher on the pecking order. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you spend all your life making that the focus, it's a big culture shock when you realize it doesn't. And then that's when like the real work begins, you know. So, so that, like you said, like vulnerability is just, is a huge thing. And when you try to rely on something that's not in front of you, it can be difficult. (laughs) Yeah. Um, sometimes, uh, I'm walking through the dark room and I'm just trusting that I'm going to make it to the light switch Yep. (laughs) and I'm feeling all around. Sometimes I feel the entire wall before I touch the switch. Um, and, and that's a metaphor, right? It's an analogy, but it looks like looping thoughts over and over and over and just like kind of this anger arising and you know this frustration and it takes some time to calm down and to breathe and to just be um sometimes i feel really ridiculous like like i like oh how can i just change my mood or how how am i just going to change you know this well won't i look stupid if i now 20 minutes later i'm feeling better and that's ego because uh, ego wants to keep me, oh, gosh, you know, down. Yeah. Ego wants to keep me frustrated and angry and yep. tense and stressed. That's that's very true. And like, men do a lot of things to suppress their power, mm-hmm. to block themselves from having happiness. You know, and and like just spirituality aside, your soul. Like, we all want to be happy, and we just do a lot of things to like block ourselves from having that happiness. Like, you know, we'll go down the list. Like alcohol. Uh, porn having a shitty diet uh ignoring like emotional trauma yeah you know covering like, it up covering, watching tv or yeah, eating food or, yeah you know yeah. any addiction you know mm-hmm. and 
when when you grow up being taught that like and even social conditioning like when you grow up being taught that like christianity is the only way tarot cards are for witches and you know you shouldn't burn sage or whatever you know you won't be able to surrender to the idea of having a psychic experience or having a belief in something more than what we see here on earth you know so i just think that most people would be better off to just develop and discover their own relationship you know instead of listening so much to to what's around them and what's really happening you know in front of their face in these religions and these organizations you know i think that would be so much better for a lot of people to do earlier too we were talking about why men don't chase spirituality and, and you brought it up vulnerability and you know what are some other things that you think about why men are why are we so the way we are why are we so blinded when it comes to our spirituality and our, and our well-being one thing that that really hits home for me is not wanting to stand out and afraid to be different um, afraid to be a different person than my family saw me grow up as mm-hmm. or my friends saw me grow up as um, and as I was starting to feel this pull and this call towards going inward sitting in meditation right. in the dark with some candles just breathing listening to calm music you know that's all fine and dandy with myself but then when I walk out of that room and I see my college roommates you know they're like hey wh- you know what's up what were you- what have you been doing yeah. and they expect me to say watching Netflix yeah. doing some homework <laughs> yep <laughs> I was slowly breathing and dealing with my emotions. Yep. Uh, how's it going with you? Yeah. <laughs> um, so like that fear of, of being different and, and being looked at as, as weird. And it took me a while to get over that. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually feel like I stretched on a lot of my relationships longer than I really needed to, kind of because I, I thought like, I was letting these people down or yep. because I was changing that, you know, I was doing them a disservice or. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely underst- understand that. My wife, Cassie, who was on the podcast last week, she introduced me to spiritualism and just looking inward for answers more. And I saw that she was not fearful about it. She was bold about it. You know, she spoke about it and that gave me the confidence to be bold about it too as well you know like i grew up as a jehovah's witness which is not a normal religion so i already felt that being an outcast you know i already understood what that felt like but you know when you see people and you you talk to them about chakras and you talk to them about meditation and you talk to them about astral projections it's feeling energy seeing energy and 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 they don't you know they don't understand it so they either dismiss it or they make fun of it And, you know, sometimes it it messes with my energy because I feel like, man, I wish these people could understand how whole I feel and how like material things don't matter. And how Mm -hmm. when bad things happen, it I don't let it get to me like I used to. Like you saw me through those really tough days and, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you know how bad it was sometimes. So I, I used to think that because I was changing and because I was becoming more spiritual, I was listening to my intuition and my inner voice um, and then seeing the results, the positive results of those things about how uh, they all, everything was connected. My choices were connected. Um, I, I became really excited and I wanted to share that with others. So I started sharing it with my friends and my family and over time it wore on them because they weren't shifting as 
rapid at rapidly as I was, right. even though they were still picking up the knowledge and getting it. And they're like, yeah, that's cool, Andrew. Um, I can understand that. And I could see that over time, these people were, were looking at me a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. And, and they're like, man, we, we want the old Andrew back. Mm. And, and I've, I heard that. Like, my friends are like, you know, we, we like to hang out with Andrew, but not when you're talking about energy and stuff. And, and I say this because I had to learn that not everybody's going to want to hear what no, I have to say. Not at all. Not everybody's going to want to listen to this stuff. So I, I was triggered in my mind when you said when you were talking about people not understanding and you yep. want to share this with them yeah i totally went through a phase where it was like everybody needs to know this like you know what the heck we got to wake up as fast yeah. as possible because <laughs> yeah. the world is going <laughs> to going hell <laughs> when in actuality we're already in hell yeah or we're in heaven I it mean, just depends knows? our mindset yeah, exactly right who knows yep. right because I, I don't speak i, I feel like i'm in heaven I, li- I have a really great life so i mean that's how i feel but uh-huh. sorry keep going <laughs> yeah there we go there it, affirm it in your yeah. reality yeah. precisely that's what we have to do to change the quantum field around us exactly. and affect the electromagnetic field gosh um so yeah man not everybody wants to hear it but the people who do they're going to click on this podcast yep I hope so. I just, like I said, I just hope that we can get people to realize that, man, the things that we stress about and the things that we get so worked up about Mm -hmm. on this earth, in this experience, does not matter. And if anything, it just harms you. It just causes more emotional trauma. It just causes more things for you to be upset about and be miserable miserable about and you just block that energy that you're you're able to receive and that insight and that knowledge through your spirituality yeah there's a a man named dr joe dispenza yep and he actually talks about what happens in the brain when something bad is happening or something negative is happening Mm -hmm. and we try to change it through that same level of thinking right it actually makes the brain worse off oh wow more um disharmony happens within the brain well if we can let that go Mm -hmm. and get into a centered place we can breathe deeply and get coherence within our heart and then have our left and right hemispheres speaking to each other right then when we can do that and get outside of that issue then we can create coherence within our body and then that will shift that energy so when we try to fix something from that place right Mm -hmm. that's ego that's that's matter trying to change matter as he would say it only gets you more matter yeah mm-hmm. um i heard something too on the joe Ro- joe rogan podcast and he was talking about how the way we live our lives right now is is so inconducive to how we're supposed to as humans so you know when we get stressed about things right now how many people are actually utilizing that energy that they get Like when you're stressed out, you're generally sitting in an office or you're doing something, you know, I try to get it out physically and then through meditation. But most of the time, most people don't don't do that. And you have to think about all that energy, all that Mm -hmm. negative energy that's just stored inside you. Mm -hmm. When we were cavemen, when a saber toothed tiger was chasing you, you're fighting for your life. Like that was stress back then. Like stress was just making sure your family got food and you're utilizing energy to make sure they get food or making sure that they're safe. Now there's so many more stressors and factors Mm -hmm. and we complicate our lives so much and men will really understand that. Like when you're a man, you just 
you're conditioned to believe that you have to be the sole provider and make sure everything is done you know when you have a family i feel like it's just driven us off the wrong path as far as what's important you know it's not important that your kid has 20 presents for christmas it's not important that everything is spick and span around the house all the time it's not important that all the laundry's done it's just important that you're happy and i think a lot of men are getting away from that it's important to show love to those that you love and those that you care about and it's important um, to be there and be present with people absolutely Um, that stress that you talked about people are just sitting at their desk with that stress that cortisol (sighs) chemical within their body Mm -hmm. and it's it's literally acidic and it's corrosive and it's eating away well like you said you you like to get it out physically if you got that stress and then you you know you start doing push-ups you you know you go for a jog and you start moving that energy um it's going to transform it and transmute it you're manifesting physical things in your body when you hold on to that stress however uh we're gonna have to cut it short andrew i really really appreciate you coming out and uh having this discourse with me i feel like anytime we spend time together there's always some kind of value that comes out of it um normalize male emotions normalize men talking to men about uh deeper things and there's nothing to be ashamed of there's nothing to hide your hat under and we're all imperfect so don't feel like you have to be perfect just start doing the work every day uh try to be better than the day before and you'll get to where you need to be so Guys, if like I said, if you guys enjoy this podcast, whatever platform you're listening on, um, just you know, drop a like or a stars or or any kind of review would be much appreciated. Actually, if you go on the podcast page, Anchor.fm/gfsa, uh, you'll be able to leave messages and you know, give some input on what topics you guys might want to hear. So again, thank you, Andrew. Thank you guys for listening. And I will see you next week where we'll have Cassie Anderson. We'll be talking a little bit about witchery and witchcraft. So get ready. See y'all next week. Mm